Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Conservation Diaries, a National Park Service podcast. I am your host, Nicole Segnini. In this new episode, we're highlighting current young National Park Service employees who were once interns, fellows, volunteers, or part of a specialized program. There are many ways young people can get involved with the National Park Service, and sometimes these youth programs can help you jumpstart your career as a full-time employee of the National Park Service. We caught up with some employees who have made this jump to hear about their experiences and their advice for other young people. Today, we're hearing from Olf Muyaka, who is originally from the Republic of Congo and came here when he was 16 years old, settling with his siblings in Lowell, Massachusetts. Like many immigrants, he faced challenges, such as learning a new language, cultural practices, and dealing with a much different climate. We got here in, in, um, in September, and September is fall. People are still wearing shorts here. They're still hanging out like it's not, you know, like it's summer. And um, I remember just being so cold, just like freezing and thinking, this is the worst of it. Like, it's never, like, I don't like this. It's so cold. And then everyone was telling me, well, winter's not here yet, but it's coming. <laughs> you know, then I was like, it gets worse than this? Then every year since I've been like, I gotta move, I gotta move. 12 years, I'm still here. <laughs> Alf's journey to the National Park Service began back when he was a sophomore at Lowell High School. That's when he met a park ranger from Lowell National Historical Park who had gone to his school for a career fair. At the time, Olf wanted to start working, but didn't want a stressful job. And he thought the park could be a good option. So he applied for a volunteer position and began working at the park's visitor center's front desk. After volunteering for a little while, he became part of Lowell Spindle City Corps, a program that offers opportunities for local high school youth to participate in the trade skills, summer maintenance, and community action team programs at the park. He spent two summers helping paint fences, cut weeds, and do more maintenance projects throughout the park. He also helped set up and break down the famous Lowell Folk Festival, an experience he says was unforgettable. While volunteering for Lowell National Historical Park, Ulf was surprised to learn that there were so many different types of national parks and that that included urban parks. But as he continued volunteering at the park, he started learning more about the National Park Service and about his new home. Like the textile industry was big here. Um, you get to learn about, you know, slavery, African-American history and all those things and how even in a park that doesn't have any of the pieces on the arrowhead, a park can still be a park to me. Then I just started to fall in love with learning about where I was from because then I was now from Lowell, I, li I lived in Lowell, I wanted to know everything about it, and this was the place that knew everything about the city. Before college, he had the opportunity to join the Mass Parks Student Career Intake Program, or SKIP, which has since been discontinued and provided career training for local youth from urban and underserved communities in Massachusetts. He was able to visit many national parks in the area and was exposed to different careers at the National Park Service. Alf says the program helped him realize that he wanted to stick around. So, after he joined Merrimack College to study international business and French, Alf came back every summer to work as a seasonal park guide at Lowell. After I became a seasonal, I saw a real opportunity to become a park ranger, to put on your uniform and, uh, and hopefully make a career out of it. I think after I became a seasonal, I was like, all right, like, this is an actual option. 
right? This is an option. It's something that I can do. Um, not that I'm great at it, but it was like, I can see that there, there are things that I'm good at that are being asked for and that, that are needed of me and, and I, can, I can bring them in. So then I decided to pursue it. While he was a seasonal, he became a community volunteer ambassador where he helped connect the community to their volunteers. Through this public-private partnership between the National Park Service and Stewart's Individual Placement Program, CVA interns spent a year at a national park while strengthening the bonds between communities and parks and expanding service learning and volunteer opportunities. ALF helped train some of the volunteers and helped them develop skills for public speaking, problem solving, networking, and more. After he completed this program, he was eligible for the Public Land Corps Non-Competitive Hiring Authority, a special hiring status which makes it easier for you to apply for a full-time federal job. And so I was told, yep, once you do this, there's a much higher chance for you to become a, a seasonal uh, to a permanent employee. Um, and so I did that. This is how Ulf became a park guide at New Bedford Whaling National Historical Park in Massachusetts. He helps maintain the website and make social media posts at times. He also works at the visitor center and helps with the volunteer programs. However, his biggest project is a summer camp called Something Fishy Camp. The two-week program is for kids in the fourth grade going into fifth, and it teaches them about marine science and New Bedford's history. He told me his favorite things about working at historical and urban parks are the communities which they're part of, the stories he's able to tell, and the connections he continues to make. Here, like the summer camp is great. The fact that, you know, I can see these kids in the summer and maybe walk the streets, you know, downtown and here. Hey, Ulf, and I'm like, what's up? And you look around, it's a kid that you had at the camp, like that connection there. I don't want to be foreign. Like, I don't want it to be that I, I see them once and I'll probably never see them again. And that happens when you get visitors from overseas and whatnot. But the community aspect of it is what I enjoy. Um, Maybe selfishly, it's because I've only worked at parts that are urban parts, right? They're in the city, they're small, um, and you work with people. But that, that I think, is probably my favorite. And the New Bedford you know, history is, is incredible on its own. Um, Welling history, I didn't know much about before I came here. I knew about the Underground Railroad, but I, I didn't know that Frederick Douglass lived in New Bedford for two years and three years before he went on with his life. But... You know, we, we all know about Frederick Douglass, but to then be part of that story and be able to say, I live where the man lived. Like I walk the streets that he walked. Um, I go, you know, I can go into a church where he gave a speech. So some of those things, I think um, make a place special and to be able to tell that story. And I know not everybody gets to do that, but in my uniform, I get to say that and do that. So that's incredible to me. But um, yeah, the community aspect of it is what makes it exciting for me, I'd say. Ulf wants to inspire people, especially young Black and immigrant kids, to follow their passion. He wants to be there for them, tell them about his experiences, and empower them to contribute to their communities. He also wants to make sure our communities, regardless of their race, ethnicity, or religion, know that national parks belong to them, and that they too can enjoy and have an important role in helping to protect these beautiful places. For young people who don't see themselves represented, I'd say they shouldn't think that they can't be the representation, that they can't start it, right? Like, 
I didn't see many black people that people like Lowell. I didn't think to myself that I couldn't be the black person I Lowell that then people look, looked out for. I think it is easier when you see someone who looks like you, who speaks and sounds like you, to be able to connect and to even be more comfortable to ask the question. Um, I think that it helps, but I think the drive and desire in me and the background in me and the culture in me for where I come from and, all, and how I was raised uh, reminds me that in places where there's no one who looks like me, I can still be that person who then looks like me and creates an opportunity for maybe someone else. So out of my story and you know whatever this highlight is, I hope that people can see that. And, and I think my advice to those young people who don't see people who look like them or sound like them who aren't of their background, that they can become that person, that they can start, that if they don't think it's possible that they, they honestly can be the person to do it. Alf's National Park Service journey started as a volunteer, and that is something he's still very passionate about. His advice for young people who want to start volunteering at national parks or just volunteering overall is to just go for it. And I think oftentimes people say, I don't have time. Like I can't, that's the biggest thing. I don't have time, I can't make the time, but like, when is it ever the time? So I think um, it, it comes down to desire and I, and I hope that in conversations I can show someone that, hey, it's, we want you to be a part of it. And I think wanting to create a collective where if someone is thinking about volunteering, reminding them that we need them. They're like, I need you to be able to do this. Like, I can't do it without, without you. Um, the project, however big it, it, you know, it is or small, one person can do it. Two people will probably do it better. Three people could do it even better. So that like creating that connection and reminding people that it only happens if we all do it and, and hopefully sparks a little something in them that says, right, like, I think I want to do it. And that's kind of my, my two minute speech on, hey, you should volunteer. From a volunteer to a youth program intern, to a seasonal, to a community volunteer ambassador intern, and finally a permanent employee, Ulf has done it all at the National Park Service, yet his journey is just beginning. Right now, Ulf is on a temporary assignment at First State National Historical Park in Delaware, working as an education technician. He's helping to prepare a program called Saving the Past, Shaping the Future, which brings nearly 500 fourth graders to the park where they can get to enjoy a full day of educational, hands-on, interactive activities from various local Delaware organizations. He's happy that he's helping at a park that also cares about community, youth development, and stewardship, and where he can continue to help people understand why these historical sites are so important. Right, like uh, a courthouse could just be taken down and a new one be built. But the challenge of convincing them that this one should stay, that this one has more meaning, that challenge um, is, I think, what excites me about working in urban parks in those places, because the average person just walks in and says, yeah, this is just another building, but why should I care about it? Yeah, that often is the question, right? Like, why, why am I interested? <laughs> so. You can learn more about the parks Alf has been working at on mps.gov slash NEBE for New Bedford Whaling National Historical Park, mps.gov slash FRST for First State National Historical Park, and finally, mps.gov slash L-O-W-E for Lowell National Historical Park. And remember, in these new episodes of Conservation Diaries, we are highlighting young National Park Service staff members like Alf 
whose National Park Service journeys started as volunteers, fellows, interns, or as part of a specialized program. To learn more about these jobs, internships, and volunteering opportunities, you can go to mps.gov slash youth programs. Thank you for listening.